Hey everyone, uh, welcome back and good morning. Alright guys, so today's update, something interesting. So, um, just to kind of um, give you guys some back a backstory just real quick. Uh, so I do own um, more than one home. I've worked very hard to, to get there. And um, one of the homes is actually in a regular subdivision and it's actually connected to the grid. And we do have a grid tie solar system that was installed on the house back in the day um, probably like a little over six years ago or so and so um, that grid tie system was installed before I had anything to do with the property or the home and so because it was existing already there was an existing contract um, on the um, for the company that installed everything which was Sunrun now a lot of you guys may or may not know what Sunrun is Sunrun is a independent um, company that operates out of many states, including Hawaii. And, um, you know, they try to give um, homeowners options to put solar on their house to bring down the electricity bill. And uh, I can tell you right now, if I was a part, if I owned this home um, prior to the installation, I would have never allowed the installation to happen. Um, because I'm going to go over a couple main points of why you should not um, go through a solar company um, to install solar on your home. You should absolutely do it yourself. Sorry about that, guys. Um, you should absolutely do it yourself. Um, the reason for it is, there's. let's start off with the, 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 the pros and cons. Sorry, guys, the pros and cons. So if you guys um, go with a solar company like Sunrun, what they do is, Sometimes it's zero down and sometimes it's only like a couple hundred bucks um, for them to come out, um, take a look at your property, figure out, give or take how much power you might need to help help offset your electricity bill. Now, um, after they look at it, they put a um, proposal together with the cost. Um, and basically, if you agree to their contract, um, they will install solar on your house, put a grid tie inverter on the wall, and that's pretty much it. Um, but then you're stuck, okay, because you're stuck in a contract for about, oh, a long time. Um, it's anywhere between 10 to 25 years or 30 years. It just, it just depends. So it's a very long contract. And you're basically paying $200, well, at least we are, for the size of the system that was installed on this home prior to me being here, um, was um, contracted at $200 a month. So the way it works is technically the solar that they added onto the house was supposed to offset our electricity. And so instead of paying the electricity company a bill, you pay Sunrun a bill, right? So it's, you're, you're still paying. You don't get free power. I mean, in a sense you do, but in a sense you don't, right? Because you're still paying $200 a month every month until all those years pass by. Now, if you add up all that money, it actually comes out double or triple what the solar system actually costs you just to put it in yourself, right? Um, so that's that's the bad part about it, right? Is that you're stuck in a contract uh, like we are, and there's no way for us to get out of it, unfortunately. And we got to pay $200 a month for the next 20-something years, you know? And that sucks because I could have easily done it a different way. And that's why we're doing right now in the back um, of this property is we're going to be adding additional solar, and I'm doing it myself. Um, that way, I don't have to be under contract. Basically, all I do is buy my components, I install it, 
and we're done, right? There's no contract. There's no more paying monthly or anything like that. Um, but considering that we still do have Sunrun, um, you know, con you know, connected equipment onto this home, we are still paying $200 a month. Now, you might be asking, well, why are you adding more solar if they're already supposed to have installed solar that offsets your electricity costs? Well, here's, here's where it gets weird. So they sized it basically a little, just a, a hair higher than what the home would consume normally. So basically, if we started to add more appliances, like say we add an extra refrigerator in the garage or we add an AC unit, which is what we did. We added an AC unit. Um, you know, maybe your household grows bigger. You have more people living with you. You know, lights are running. You're running washer and dryer more often. So as you can see, the power usage um, can go up and it can go over what the system was sized for originally back in the day, like in our case. And that's what's happening here is our family has grown. Um, we have, you know, it's a, it's a regular home, right? Um, just like any other home. We have, you know, kids running around. We have lots of stuff going on. And we're using electricity like we should. We're, we're obviously being cautious of the electricity we're using. We're trying to save as much. But we're going over the amount of power that the current solar system is producing. And so what that means is, not only do we have to pay Sunrun $200 a month, but whatever we go over that we do not produce, we have to pay the electricity company. And that's what it's been like for a long time now. I've been paying anywhere between $500 to $600 um, just to the electricity company for the, the usage that we've gone over what our system can produce. And then we're also paying $200 a month to Sunrun. So you guys can see, so if I'm paying six, seven, that's $800 a month. That's crazy. Absolutely insane. So now you guys can see the structure of this and, and why it's not a good idea. The only reason it's a good idea is if you have zero know-how and you don't want to be a part of trying to figure out a cheaper way of putting it in yourself. I do want to point this out. Every electrician out there, they, you don't need a specialized solar company to install equipment on your house. Okay, All you need is a licensed electrician. Because the licensed electrician can pull the permits, can do all that. In fact, in order to be a, a solar installer, you have to be a licensed electrician. Okay, so it's kind of like back and forth, right? So if, if I was around back then and, you know, I didn't want to put the cost up to buy all the panels, the other way I can and, and do the installation myself, I could still buy the equipment. I could hire a licensed electrician to come out and basically install it for me. So basically, there's no contract, right? I'm basically just paying him for his time and labor to, uh, you know, install the panels, wire them up, uh, put the inverter on the wall and connect everything, um, pull the permit and it's done, right? Um, so there is that way. Now, if you are more um, inclined and um, able to do more things like I am, um, I can do the whole installation myself. Um, I am lucky enough that I do have um, really good friends in the industry from my past business. And, um, you know, I know electricians very well. And all, all these electricians are a lot of my friends. And so I do know them very well. And I called my electrician up and I said, hey, I'm going to be adding more solar to my, you know, my, my house on the grid. He goes, go for it. I said, well, I want to make sure if I need to pull any permits or anything. He goes, well, no, you have an existing permit. 
And he goes, technically, because it's not being added to the roof of your house and you're adding it out in the backyard or whatever with a ground mount system and you're buying your own um, UL listed um, inverter, you technically do not need a permit. He goes, but what I can do for you is when you go to put it in, I'll swing by and I'll look at it before you turn it on just to make sure that you have everything covered. And if you have everything covered, then you're, you, have, you have the green light. You're good to go. So I want to point that out, right? A lot of times um, people are unaware of how things work in their area. So how things work here in this uh, Pacific area um, may not work in your area, right? Um, but the, the, the general information is, as far as hiring an electrician to install it, install your equipment is still valid no matter what. Because in order to be a solar installer, you have to be a licensed electrician. Okay, so um, there's that. So, yes, we are adding more solar in the backyard, um, and that's what we're doing because I'm getting sick and tired of paying $500, $600 a month to the electricity company plus $200 to Sunrun. Okay, so now that leads up to where we're at today. Today, Sunrun is actually supposed to show up in the next 15, maybe 10 minutes. Now, their equipment broke down on us. Um, and it's been a little over two months now. That's crazy. Two months, their equipment has broken down. And they have made no attempt to come out here and fix anything. Now, keep in mind, I'm a very vigilant person and I pay attention to things. So pretty much every single day, I'll walk out to their equipment and because there's a display. And it tells me how much power their system is producing on our property. And I do that pretty much every day because I just want to, I'm just interested to know what the numbers look like, right? I'm not touching their equipment or anything or doing anything funky. If you guys are thinking that, no, no, no. Well, I noticed a while back, about two months ago, that their inverter on the wall stopped working. And then there's also a um, power meter on the side of the wall that's attached to it that's also not registering any power um, being pushed back to the grid. And so um, we reached out to Sunrun. And Sunrun said, oh, um, you just have to reset it. Okay, so let's, let's try their troubleshooting, right? Now, keep in mind, before, the, before we even called them, I already um, educated myself 100% on their inverter and how their system works. Um, you can easily find that information out online. And so I'm very familiar with their um, installation guide and their operation guide, right? Um, it's just, it's very simple, very straightforward, everything. I know how that thing gets wired. I know how it communicates with the with their main office. Uh, I know all that, right? And so when I see their equipment off, you know, obviously I'm not allowed to touch it because it's under contract. So we need them to, to take care of their problem. So we call them and say, hey, you know, your guy's equipment's not working. And now our electricity bill is going to really shoot up through the roof because we're, you know, we're not being credited for the power that it's supposed to be generating because their equipment has failed. And we will constantly have, like, it is just, it is extremely frustrating dealing with them. They say, oh, no, just do a reset process. Okay, well, guess what? I already know how to do the reset process because I already educated myself on the matter. So even though the person was on the phone, I still followed their instructions, which is exactly the same reset instructions that... I found on their equipment. So I go through the process. I do it three separate times for them and still nothing turns on. And that's okay. They're just verifying for themselves that their equipment is faulty. Okay, great. Well, they said that they could still register power coming in from us. 
Um, and I told them, I said, well, how is that possible when the inverter itself is actually completely off and their little um, uh, power meter that they have connected um, is not running backwards? It's, it's showing no information, zero, right? And so then we'll call back another day to try to get somebody to come out and they say, oh, yeah, we can see your system is offline and not working. So every time we call, we're getting a different answer from different people. Oh, it's online. Oh, it's offline. Oh, it's online. Oh, it's offline. Now, keep in mind, when we call them and they do that check, they're doing that check live on their end. Because in this inverter has a little SIM card, and that SIM card is sending the information from the inverter um, to, their, to, their, to their office where they can evaluate what's happening, right? And uh, it's been off ever since I made the, the first phone call. But every time we call, they say, oh, it's on, no, it's off, no, it's on, no, it's off. Well, it's been off. It's never been back on because I'm constantly going out there multiple times a day just checking on to see if there's a glitch with it. There's no glitch. It's broken. It needs to be replaced. So we told him on the phone, hey, your, your, your inverter on the wall is probably burnt out or needs to be replaced or something. So when you guys come out, make sure you guys bring it. Well, they said they would schedule us in. Well, they never did. So then we had to call back again and we actually had to make a big deal about it on the phone because at this point we're frustrated and we told them that your guys' equipment is broken, it's under contract, you guys need to come out here and fix your guys' equipment because we are paying you guys $200 a month for equipment that is not operational. And if the equipment is not operational, you guys need to credit us um, you know, for the electricity that on average what we would produce, because you can look back and see the average electricity production that we would produce from solar. And we told them that you guys need to credit us because if not, we're paying now two big bills. We're paying your contract bill for your equipment not working. And then we're also paying um, our electricity company for all the power that we we're consuming now. And so they agreed that they said that they would credit us. Okay, so that's one step forward in the right direction. But then we take two steps back. They say that, oh, um, we can't schedule you in for at least like three months or something like that. And I'm like, huh? Uh-uh. Three months? So we called back and, um, you know, we made a big deal, you know, because, you know, they pride themselves supposed to be on their service and all this and that. But yet for, to get them to come out to fix something is literally months away. Or even to come look at it months away. So we, we made a big deal um, with them because um, we wasn't going to settle for less. And we did get an earlier time, which was almost two months instead of three months or whatever. <laughs> so not much better, but a little bit better. We was able to get a schedule in. So today is that day when they're supposed to arrive and look at their equipment, evaluate what's happening, do some troubleshooting, and figure out what's happening. And whatever is broken needs to be fixed and replaced. Now, I don't know if they're going to be able to, I don't know if they're smart enough to bring their equipment, like, you know, extra equipment with them, like an inverter. Because I can almost guarantee you the panels on the roof are probably decent. You know, they're good. Um, because there's nothing, nothing's happened to them, right? Nothing fell on them, nothing like that. We didn't have a lightning strike or anything like that. It's just their inverter failed is what I believe has happened. Because of the odds of a solar panel going bad, is a lot more rare compared to the inverter going bad, right? And so I hope today when they show up, anytime I have the gate open right now and I'm waiting for them to pull in, I hope they brought some extra equipment with them because if they didn't, that means that we're gonna, they're going to have to reschedule a day to come out to actually do the repair.
And today would only be a day to look at it. I hate that. I hate that, guys. You know what I mean? Like, like they, they use the same inverter on everybody's house for the same systems that they install. Throw a bunch of them in the back of your vent, your work van, right? And if you come out to the property and you evaluate the issue that the inverter is bad, rip the one off the wall, install the new one, and you're down the road and you have a happy customer, even though we still had to wait two months and make a big deal about it in order to get them out here. So that's where we're at. So I'm crossing my fingers that they're smart enough to bring equipment out with them. That way, not only can they look at it, but if any parts need to be replaced, they can replace it immediately and get us back up and running and in this saga with them, you know? So, um, yeah, we'll see how this unfolds, guys. I'm really hoping for the best. Now, let's, let's flip the script. I'm installing my own system. So instead of being under contract, you know, paying $200 a month for the next 30, you know, 20 years or 30 years or whatever it is. It's a long contract, guys. The second I put it in, <laughs> that's it. I don't owe anybody money. So, yeah. We'll see. Now, obviously, I am putting money up front. Oh, here they are, I think. Yeah. And they're just, they're pulling in right now. Uh, hold on. All right, guys. So I actually paused the podcast um, because the um, Sunrun representative or tech um, showed up. And um, so here's an update. Um, they're actually pulling out of the driveway right now and they're going to be coming back. So I, when she first came, she goes, oh, it'll probably be about five minutes. I'm just going to check on things. I said, what do you mean just check on things? We called and let you guys know to bring extra parts, like an inverter or whatever, just in case. And she goes, oh, no, we, we, don't, we don't actually carry any of these inverters like on hand. We have to order them um, when we need them. I said, well, how, that seems very inconvenient, right? And um, she said, this is, the, this is her words, um, that um, the inverter on the wall... Um, the one that we have is actually an older model, which is obvious because it's been on this home for a while for a while now. And that um, once she's done figuring things out, if it needs to be replaced, it'll literally be months and months. She goes, I said like two, like a month, like two months. She goes, no, probably more like maybe four, four months or more. I said, what? I said, that's very disappointing. I told her that and I said, look, I, I looked at her and I said, look, I said, I'm, I just want you to understand something. I'm not mad with you personally, but you do represent the company that that's here and that what we're dealing with. Right. And she goes, I understand that. And I said, do you understand the frustration that we are under now? If the inverter is the, the corporate that's not working. And she goes, I do understand. And I said, wouldn't it make sense to keep inverters like even a handful of them? Maybe you guys don't have to buy a hundred of them, but, you know, keep maybe 10 on, on hand at any one time. And then as the stock gets low, you guys replenish, then you, customers are not waiting another four months or more just to come and replace the inverter. And she goes, I hear you. She goes, but I don't, I don't get to make those decisions. I said, yeah, but your input can help the company be better, which helps the customer. I said, imagine this. Imagine if the inverter was bad and you guys replaced it today. Not only you guys don't have to come back anymore. I said, but I said, the customer is happy. 
And she goes, I get it. I get it. But that's the problem we're dealing with. All these companies are sold all over the place. And oh, my God. So um, here's what's happening right now. So I told her that there is 240 volts going to that pan, to the breaker, the breaker itself. I said, but there's two other components. You guys have your inverter, and then you guys have the power meter, their own little power meter that they put on the wall. It looks like a regular power meter on a power pole. It's a secondary meter for them to read. And I said, when you turn on the power, the, the power meter lights up. So there's obviously power going to the meter. I said, but as far as the power coming from the meter to the um, inverter is questionable, right? And obviously, I didn't open their equipment or anything. Um, the only reason I know there's 240 going to the meter is because when you turn on the breaker, it lights up the the, the meter, right? The power meter. It's like not, not, it's like those digital meters. They used to have the round dial meters, like, um, but now they're all digital, and that's what's on here. And so, she she put her clamp meter on the line. And she said, oh, wait, we don't have any 240 volts coming into the inverter to power the inverter. I said, okay. I said, well, that's actually a good sign because that means the inverter may still be good because it's not receiving 240 volts. So she removed the power meter, opened the, removed the glass and removed the actual meter out and started testing. And she's like, hmm. I said, what? She said, so we have power coming from the breaker panel, you know, coming from the breaker itself going into the panel where the meter is, but it's not passing through, you know, going past it, going into the inverter. I said, okay. And so she goes, hold on. She goes, our shop is not that far away from here. Do you mind if I run down to the shop and get a replacement meter? Because that we actually do keep in stock. It's just the inverters for all the solar systems we don't keep in stock. And she goes, I believe we have a couple extra at the shop. I said, absolutely, please. I said, absolutely, you'll be a savior if you can get a, new, a replacement power meter in and then put it all together and it works. I said, we'll be happy campers, you know, for sure. And um, she said, yeah, I'll do that. So she left her tools. The, bo the boxes are all, all open right now. And um, yeah, I'm just waiting for her to come back. So that's where we're at right now. So I'm giving you guys like literally live updates, guys, live. Oh my goodness. So... That's where we're at. So I'm just going to wait for her to come back. Um, but I did ask her this. I said, you know you guys are inverters? She goes, yeah, because I'm very familiar with their inverter. Basically, their inverter is a um, um, Solar Edge inverter. Just rebranded with their own logo on top. That's what it is. It's actually a um, Solar Edge inverter. And so, um, you know, I'm very familiar with it because I've already educated myself on it prior to even owning these systems because, you know, I'm part of the solar movement, right? Um, inverters and stuff. So I educate myself on all these inverters that are out on the market. So I'm already very familiar with the inverter. And so I told her, I said, I, I know how it's wired. So I'm, I'm playing like I don't know anything to a certain degree, right? And so I told her, I said, can I ask you something? She goes, what's that? I said, how much, what's the maximum power that inverter can run? Because I already know the answer. It's about 7,400 to 7,600. And I said, is it is it around 7,000 something? And she goes, she looks at me, she goes, yeah, it is actually. Because I asked her, I said, roughly, do you know how much um, power or how much, um, a, you know, calculated total power we're supposed to be producing from our solar system? And she says, well, I don't know that. I don't know how much panels you have on your roof and how much power it's producing and what wattage those panels are at, which is okay. I understand that. And so um, I said, it's about 7,000 something, right? And she goes, she looks at me and she's like, yeah, that's actually right. 
She goes, usually it's about 7,000 watts or less on these inverters. We don't try to max them out, obviously. I said, correct. And so she said, so you're, probably, you're, you're sitting under 7,000 watts of solar on your roof with this one inverter, give or take. I said, okay. But, you know, her, her, her eyes lit up a little bit more because obviously I do know more about things, right? And so, um, yeah, I'm just going to wait for her to come back and see what happens here. I'm, I told her, I said, please get this thing up and running because I did tell her this. I said, look, if you're not able to get it up and running and it's literally going to take four to six months to get a new inverter in, which is ridiculous. I said, you got to remember that you guys are also under contract as so is we, I said, under contract, we are obligated to pay you guys $200 a month on a working system. I said, if it's not a working system, then we shouldn't be paying $200 a month. And you guys should also be, um, what do you call it, um, giving us a credit on based on the average output that our system would normally put out to help offset our electricity bill. And she looks at me, she goes, I completely agree with you. She goes, when I, if, if I'm unable to get it fixed today or figure out what's happening, I will, I will make a phone call and I'll file my report and let them know that it needs to be replaced and that you know our equipment is not working. And so, and she goes, I understand you're getting a way higher electricity bill because you're paying the full price now. I said, correct. So I'll put that in the notes, um, you know, if I'm not able to get it fixed. I said, okay, no, fair enough. But what's going to happen is if they're not able to get it fixed today, tomorrow or the following day, I will have to call Sunrun because Sunrun completely keeps dropping the ball. As far as like even this morning, yesterday, they were supposed to call and follow up that they're coming. They never did. We had to call them early, early this morning to verify if they're still coming out. You know, so we we're the, the customers, the one having to do all the follow up and all that. So I'm hoping she gets it running today because if she doesn't, then that means tomorrow, the next day, we'll have to call Sunrun and complain and let them know that, hey, your tech was out here. It's broken. It's months and months and months out until we're supposed to get a new part for it. I mean, a new inverter. So are you guys going to be waiving our $200 a monthly fee and be giving us the credit that our system should be producing? So that way we don't have to pay as much on our electricity bill. That's where it's going to head if she's unable to fix it. But um, it sounds like we're probably going to get it fixed today because it's their power meter on the wall. And uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I really hope she comes back and has the correct model power meter and she can just, you know, rip that box off the wall, put the new one. She's very nice, you know, don't get me wrong. And, you know, like I did tell her, look, you know, we're not mad at you personally, right? You know, it's like anything else. When you work for a company, you are representing that company, right? And it's your job to do whatever you can to do your job to the best of your abilities, you know? And so, yes, she's nice. That's fine. Um, but at the end of the day, um, you know, if it's not fixed, the consumer, us, is left out in the, in, in the code. And we're the ones that have to split the bill. I mean, pay the whole bill, you know. So, crossing my fingers, guys. Crossing my fingers. So, but yeah, I seen her testing the um, power meter. She pulled the, the, the glass out and she was testing the terminals in, be, in behind. And then I already knew. I was like, ah, when she was spending so much time testing over there. I realized that, sure, it's sending 240 volt to the power meter, but whatever terminals they have inside that electrical box itself, where the power meter, the terminals actually slide into, is probably faulty, and it's not allowing 240 to pass that to energize the actual grid tie inverter, right? And so, yeah. 
And she said, the only reason we have these little, these power meters on here is just so that way we can, you know, verify how much power the system is making and producing. And so I had, I asked her a question. I said, you know, can you verify right now that our system is offline and does not work? She goes, absolutely. 100%. It's not producing nothing. It's not doing anything. I said, okay. I said, so here's my, I told her, here's my frustration. I said, every time we call Sunrun, every person we talk to, every single time we call is a different answer. Oh, it's online. Oh, it's offline. Oh, it's online. Oh, it's offline. And she said, she goes, no, I can verify that it's been offline for a while now. And so I said, so you see our frustration, you know, your Sunrun representatives are telling us all these, you know, myths, you know, and I said, that's what makes it frustrating. I said, it's obvious. I can come out here and see there's no power. Everything is off, right? Nothing's happening. She goes, correct. I said, see my frustration? <laughs> oh my God. But you know, I'm not trying to push my, my anger on her or anything. I'm just, I'm not, I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed that, you know, a Sun, Sunrun, the company, they're supposed to be big company. You know, they have many, many clients and many, many customers all over the place that they, they can't get their act together. You know, they can't get their act together. So we'll see, guys. I'm crossing my fingers because we need that system back online because, I mean, keep keep in mind, the solar system, the grid tie solar system I'm putting, I'm, I'm adding to, to the home is based off the power that when the when the when our solar on the roof was actually still working. Okay, still working. So this is based off the fact that we were already still producing power back then when I made this decision to um in, you know add a additional solar array um grid tie system to the existing house. So it's not like the system was off when I made that decision. The system was online back then because I had this planned out um for what 3 or 4 months already. Maybe, no, maybe more. I think about six months now. I uh, just didn't have time to like get everything together to do it, right? And so that's where we're at. Um, so, yeah. I am hoping, I am hoping. We will see, guys. We will see. <coughs> anyway, guys, I will end this podcast and I will make a follow-up podcast regarding what how things turn out and what happens here. And we'll go from there, you know? Cross fingers, guys. Cross fingers, you know? But, you know, with this is the way I like to look at it sometimes. With my luck, I can already expect, oh, no, she's going to come back and say, sorry, we don't have the meter that'll work for you or whatever it is. But I'm going to keep my hopes up high. Hopes up high, guys. So anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in. And I'll see you guys on the next one.